0: Hello there, faithful listeners. It is Jen here with P40Ministries.com. I can't believe we are actually on Genesis 17 now. It seems kind of crazy that I've gotten this far in this podcast and am, well, not quite halfway through Genesis, but let's see, how many chapters are in Genesis? Okay, we still have quite a ways to go, but we're in the first fourth of Genesis at least, and this just seems crazy to me that it's been going this quickly. So turn with me in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 17, verses 1 through 8 today. We are going to be talking about Abram's name change. I will be reading out of the W.E.B. version of the Bible like I usually do, but you can read out of whatever version you prefer. When Abram was 99 years old, Yahweh appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. Abram fell on his face. God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you. You will be the father of a multitude of nations. Your name will no more be called Abram, but your name will now be Abraham. For I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you and kings will come out of you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God to you and to your offspring after you. I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land where you are traveling, all of the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession. I will be their God. So I want you guys to take note of something here. It says in the very first verse that Abram was 99 years old. But in Genesis chapter 16, he was 86 years old. This means that 13 years has passed, which means that Ishmael, Abram's son, would have been 13 years old, around 13 years old anyway. And I want you guys to take note of that because that seems like a really long time to us because now Abram is 99 years old. That is very, very, very old, according to today's standards. At his day and age, yes, he would have been old, but that was not a death sentence for him being 99. He would have still had a good potentially 50 years left of his life. And depending on, on you know, the circumstances, it's interesting because 13 years has passed. And God has not said anything to Abram. We forget that God is infinite. And 13 years to us seems like such a long time. But to God, that's absolutely nothing. He's ageless. And he doesn't work on time the way that we do. So, you know, we think that sometimes God is being silent to us. But... He's not. He's just working in his perfect time. He can see the entire picture, past, present, and future. And he knows when the best time to act is. And that is the same thing here with Abram. So clearly, Abram. Maybe I wouldn't say he forgot the covenant of the Lord, but maybe his faith was growing weak because he hadn't heard from God for a while, because it says here in, in verse two, that God comes to him and literally repeats that covenant that we had learned about in chapter 15. And he says, my covenant is with you. So he says it twice already in verse two and verse four. Now in verse three, Abram falls on his face. He sees God, he hears God talking to him, and he falls on his face. And I've said before in previous episodes that that is because humanity is not able to bear how pure God is, at least not very well. We're not able to bear it well. In the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were able to walk in God's presence because they had not had the curse yet of sin. But you notice as soon as they have that curse, they're not able to face God. And that is the same thing Abram is doing. He falls on his face. And if you look at most encounters with God, you will find that most people have the same reaction. They fall down because it's just so shocking. It's, it's, I mean, I've never encountered God, but I can imagine it would be extremely frightening to have somebody so pure and so powerful coming into your presence. And then that's what happens to Abram. He falls on his face and then God says, my covenant is with you. And he reminds him again, You and I have a covenant. You and I have a special bond. And you are going to be the father of a multitude of nations. And he reminds Abram of that covenant. Your name will no more be called Abram, but your name will now be Abraham. For I've made you the father of a multitude of nations. So, Abram in Hebrew means exalted father. And Abraham what God changes it to, means the father of nations. And I think that's pretty interesting because at this point, Abram, before he was called Abraham, he was an exalted father because he had a son. And God had exalted Abraham and told him about that covenant and said, you are going to be the father of many. So he was an exalted father. And then God changes his name to now the father of many. And I find that pretty cool. So then God says, I will make you exceedingly fruitful, which means you are going to have a ton, a ton of offspring. And you remember from Genesis chapter 15, where God brings him outside and shows him the stars. God says here, you are going to have so many descendants. You're not even going to be able to count them. It's going to be impossible to count them just as the stars in the sky and just as the sand on the ground, the individual grains of sand. And then in verse seven, this is my most favorite part of this. It says, I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. This is the most beautiful part of this entire covenant. I can imagine that when Abram heard that or Abraham at this point heard that he was filled with security because God had just told him, I am going to be the God of your children and your grandchildren and your great grandchildren forever and ever and ever. I mean, if God had come to me and said that to me and said, Jen, I'm going to be the God of all of your children forever. I would be so, so, so excited because that means that my children, whenever they are in trouble, They can just call on the name of the Lord and he will come and rescue them and help them, which is the pattern of the Jewish people all the way, pretty much until now. God is always by their side. And it says here that my covenant is everlasting. So that means forever. And then to finish this part out, it says that God is going to give Abram the land of Canaan. And then once again, he repeats, I will be their God because he says I'm going to give your descendants this land and I will be their God. That is a promise. And it's a really beautiful promise from God that we have a God who will always be there for us. You know, even though I am not of Jewish descent, I am a Christian and Paul calls Christians who are Gentiles, which Gentiles means non-Jew. Paul calls the people who are Gentiles and who are Christians, the new Jew. So we are also part of this inheritance as well, the Christians, because we are the new Jews. We have that covenant with God as well, because we have a Savior who saved us from our sins. And his name is Jesus. And God made everything right through Jesus' blood. And we have a covenant with God as well. And it says, I will be their God So we have a God and he is always here for us and it is everlasting. We have an everlasting covenant with God. And don't forget that Abraham's line produced Jesus Christ. Don't forget that because Jesus Christ came to save everyone, even the people who were not necessarily of the Jewish descent. So remember that as we continue to learn about Abraham and what happens next, but join me on Monday we will be in Genesis chapter 17 learning about the second part of it. And it's kind of an interesting and weird part, but it's it's definitely good to learn about because it is repeated many, many times throughout Scripture. You'll find it in the Old and New Testament. So make sure to join me then 6 a.m. on Monday morning. And if you want to support P40 Ministries, make sure to go to the shop at www.p40ministries.com shop and take a look at some of the designs we have in the P40 Ministries shop. And that is just a way for you to support everything that I do here on the podcast and also with the website. So wear that P40 ministries logo proudly, but also go to my website tomorrow morning because a new blog post will be out and updated. Make sure you check that out and subscribe so that you'll never miss a blog post in your inbox on Saturday mornings at 6 30 a.m. So check it out and thank you guys so much for always tuning in and for always listening. I appreciate you guys so much. I'm going to end with happy listening and God bless. Bye, everybody.